Torchlit Tavern is a podcast for adults that occasionally deals with themes of violence, drug use, trauma, and other adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Tavern. Hope your December is going well. Merry Solstice from us. Once again, we're continuing the story that we laid out in our last episode. For our Solstice season, we're playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. I am your Dungeon Master, Jameson Oxford. Playing with me today is... Hey, it's me. I'm back. It's Ryan, and I'm playing Barthaniel Flublower, the cello-playing centaur bard, who is obviously extremely famous, and if you don't know him, what are you, what are you, even, what are you even doing? I'm also playing with. I I don't know if I like this. We're we're playing with people. I I, I don't. We're working on it. All right. And I like <laughs> that Ryan is playing with me. It's I nice. It. It's been I hate so it particularly. long. I like I I, like it came Ryan out of my mouth and me. it felt bad. It felt it's bad when best. I said it and I didn't Ryan like it. Ryan playing with me is one of the best parts of D and D. You know what? It's it not often I. it feels bad out of the mouth, but it does. Mitch, the dad on the podcast. And I am here, returning to continue my role as the arbiter of the untimely destruction of all who oppose the great houses of Saltsmiths, bringing unity once again. It is I, House, the gingerbread man at arms. (laughs) And if that's not enough to turn you away. And playing with the idea of shooting himself in the face. uh, You're welcome. Is Jeff who is reprising his role as the uh the not as cheery as maybe some would be soul downs the satyr druid who's just out here to do it you know what i'm saying so uh can't wait to see where this goes uh and as we get into this let's talk very quickly about uh something that matters a lot to us something that's near and dear to our hearts and that's An giving ancient and what tradition. we want to do what we want to do for the sake of giving for you out there is we want you to get involved in the Torchlit Tavern toy drive. Now, it's very simple. You're going to wonder, what do we do? How do I get? Be, how do I be a part of this? We have all those answers for you. We do. How do I join this this wonderful movement, this Torchlit Tavern toy drive? It's very simple. Well, it's very simple. You, you're going to go out, you're going to get a toy, yeah. and you're going to drive it to someone hopefully in need Hopefully, who doesn't have said toy? And I don't care what kind of toy you get. And I, and I know you're thinking that we said that we would help. And I just want you to know that you're going to buy this toy with your own money. The way we helped was that we gave you the idea. We came up with the Torchlet Tavern toy drive. And we're giving you the impetus and the order to go become a, a giving being. And I really think that we need that lately in particular. Yeah. All jokes aside, you're going to make somebody very happy, preferably a child. Because I am kidding about this, but I'm not kidding about this. I think it's very lovely. Uh, that being said, I'm going to go back to kidding now because it makes me more comfortable. Just makes you a better person. It's fine. Yeah. Just... And we get to ride the exposure coattails. Exactly. Yeah. And, you, you know, you don't to... forget to, uh, you know, hashtag. Yeah, don't forget Torch- to send Torch- us a photo. Really give us credit for the thing that you do. Yeah, yeah preferably. And, 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 and just spread the word about the Torchlet Tavern. Share a picture. Drive. 
share a picture on your Twitter or on your Facebook, on your Instagram, whatever it is, yeah. of you with a toy in your car as you go to drive it. It's important. Um, you do need to be driving. You can do it on a bike. You can drive a bike. You can also drive a tractor or maybe even a go-kart. Anything but that you, you have drive. to drive. So if you don't have a vehicle, I personally advise using a pile driver on the recipient to make sure that you meet the minimum requirements. I don't think that's legally advised, but you know, just a, if a it's a sturdy toy, you could hit it with a two iron. You could just drive it. That would be a drive. Yeah. House. That would be a drive. Um, that would but also it must be, be driven. Yeah. That is our only requirement. It, it must be driven. But it must so, be a toy. Uh, just go ahead and yes. drive that toy. Yeah, drive that uh, toy to, to, to who, who deserves it. it most. And 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 just to make sure that we really drive it home, you can you can do this and make this special holiday season better for somebody in your area because you drove them a toy. Yeah, and and if whatever there, that person is, if there whatever is a that toy question is. of. Let's say I already drove a toy this year. Don't hold back. Drive another one. It's okay. Drive drive as drive many toys as you want. All the toys you can. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Hey. And and every time. Just it, just tell us about it. It can be Give homemade. Picture. It can be store bought, but it must be new. Hashtag Torchlit Tavern Toy Drive 2021. Torchlit Toy Drive. That's so many T's. Torchlit Toy Drive. Because I can't remember that. That's too many letters. The Torchlit Tavern Toy Drive 2021. Yes, all of it. Yes, all of it. Hashtag it every time. Yes, please do. Type it all out, please. That's three different hashtags. Do I all guess of you them. could also if you just don't do go all of them, we won't see it. T T T T T. Give them the the gift of ending this. It's not a joke. Give people toys. Okay, we've said enough. Oh, all right, they know. Anywho's. And they're gonna do it. Also, find us on the social medias: the Twitters, the Facebooks. Absolutely. The, the all right, Jay, this all time on the Torchlit Toy Drive. I mean, the Torchlit Tavern. The Torchlit Tavern. Last time on Torchlit Tavern. A cello that he is holding like a violin, like some kind of asshole or something. <laughs> like in his neck? Yes. That centaur is Darthaniel Flueblower. So uh, on the top deck, you find we find a, a satyr who's mostly black with little tufts of white here and there. It could be more upbeat, but it's not bad. Brought up from the lower decks is... What you can only assume is the third member of the entourage, who was originally brought in in a large wooden rattling crate bound by iron chains. Spring, summer, autumn, fay, I've come to kill you all today. And rattles its chains menacingly. But as you come down into the storm, you are immediately assailed with grit and dirt in your face. You, you've somehow landed in the midst of a dust storm of some kind rather than a snowstorm, and this is not what you expected. A cloud of dirt, and you see what looks like movement on the sand. We have an incursion! There's no way you'll make it in time. I see it in the movie, Jay. We die. Your keen ears start to hear the unmistakable noise of cracking nuts. You see all of this as it stops, retreats, and then the furrow of earth just sort of disappears off in the direction of the cracking nut. You should get off the sands. It is not safe. Some person who set out a distress signal that you're supposed to meet up with and get information from. My name is Walter Ohio. You must have gotten my message. He immediately wait, wait, pulls wait, wait, out wait, 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 two wait. daggers and goes, Wait. Bring it on, you breaded ginger bastard. Older looking model sleigh. It is being pulled. Is it a by... house gingerbread sleigh? Yes. Then I don't open fire. Walter Ohio <laughs> puts on the armor and you guys take off and then you grab onto the bottom like some sort of thermonuclear warhead ready to engage. Roll a 
survival check Got it. to see if we can find any evidence of snowmen. 18 plus 4. Shit. That's that's much better, Darth Daniel. 18 plus 4. Yeah, good shit. As you guys as you fly with this sky high view, you know, you're up in the air. You start to see what looks like weird tracks in the sands that doesn't look like they're from any sort of animal or person. But seeing as it's the only thing you have to go on, you start to follow them. Uh, it doesn't take you long to find them because your roll is very good, so it hasn't been three hours yet in answer to Jeff's question. Uh, it's been about two hours, and you guys find another outcrop. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a centaur again. Okay. Uh, as you guys get close to this outcropping, uh, Walter goes, if we are in snowman territory, we need to take this off. And he starts to remove his costume that he put on. So you're a centaur again, and you guys land. You guys land on an outcropping of rock, and he says, will we meet the snowmen? They have different customs. Okay. What? Explain. What, what, uh, what, what do you mean, different customs? Well, the lack of the snow has driven them to be very harsh, so they only value strength. If they find you to be weak, they will kill you, and they will try to use what little bit of coolness your body has in comparison to, fi- to fuel their chill suit. Finally, creatures with the appropriate Solstice spirit. I am a mammal. Yeah, and it's hot. It's 100 degrees minimum every day. This place sucks. The evaporation of your vital fluids can be used to reduce local temperature. Solstice science. It's really complicated. We're not going to get into it. Uh, Sol, as the mouse hops around for a little bit, listens, then turns back into a, a person. A satyr, really. And goes, Yeah, that... Yeah, that is concerning, yeah. But what what can we do, yeah? Press on. Yeah, ten plus seven perception to see where we should go next. Now that we have now that we have touched off. Okay. Uh there's really only one way to go. These like weird sort of canyony uh outcroppings of rock sort of shoot out uh, of the sand. Every once in a while you've seen them. These just seem to be where the base rock pokes out. And this is another one. So you know it's sort of safe from the worms and it seems like a good place for people to hang out as you move around uh you realize that also down here in the canyons it is cooler than just about anywhere else because of the shade and in this particular canyon there is just like it's a nice cool breeze so much so that your chill suit is actually overdoing it um and as you're moving around you see a rock tumble down from an outcropping above you and you glance up and directly above you is a very strange being. A very round head, followed by another very round body, and capped by what appears to be just another very round ball. All of it encapsulated in a strange leather armor, and across its face is a set of goggles and a mouthpiece, and sitting atop its head is a very good, well-made top hat. So and 15 it jumps to return fire. It jumps at you and attacks. Everybody roll I need to know about its nose. Um, it's a carrot. Okay. It's a carrot. Yeah, it's a carrot. Fuck. So it's only, it, uh, it's it only gets... half a carrot, though. Half of it is missing. Nine initiative. It rolled a nat, nat one on its stealth. You were 100% going to be surprise rounded by this guy. And uh, because he screwed up, you guys get a chance. I, uh, I pulled in a whopping two with my plus one. Works for me. All right. So uh, that's going to be... Darth Daniel first. 
as uh, you look, glance up and see this. Wait, really? Darthaniel goes before Got Walter Ohio? Oh, sorry. I forgot to roll for Walter Fuck Ohio. You. You're right. If he gets higher than me, I'm going to be so pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> he got a 20. You're right. You, I just fucking just curse thank under you, my breath. Thank you for again. reminding me, my friend. This, like, You're I, welcome. I, I had to remind you I of the wasn't gag. expecting yes. to like feel inadequate to Walter Ohio for this entire episode, <laughs> but it is a good dynamic. <laughs> well, I, well so, so here's the thing. Walter Ohio, when you look at him, like you've had a lot of time and you realize that he's this weird cross between Sir Patrick Stewart and Jason Momoa. It's really <laughs> wild. And that's it's an Ubermensch. And what can I say? I don't even like I can't even picture that in my mind's eye. But that's fine. It's too beautiful. Your, that's your brain would it's melt. It's too immaculate. Yeah, your brain would melt. Good God. Um so <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart and Jason Momoa have come together to make Walter Ohio. Ladies, take a moment if you need to, you can pause the show. Walter Ohio Sir as Patrick he jumps Momoa. in front of you. <laughs> Patrick Momoa. Walter Ohio jumps in front and tackles the snowman as he comes down in front of you. Even though you're ready, he takes him out of the way and knocks him to the side, and they go down into a tumble with Walter Ohio on top. It is now your turn. That is his whole round as he starts stabbing at this, as he starts pinning the snowman and punching it in the head. <laughs> so angry. Um, like I was, I was about to be all cool. Uh, the last thing Walter says is, "There will be more." Uh, I am going to hold an action for the next one that decides to jump out at us. Uh, okay. Since he's clearly holding that uh, one down, we're good for now. As you hold your action from behind you, you hear you hear a weird sliding noise as another snowman slides down the hill and leaps at you. Go I, ahead and do your action as he comes in. Yep, I immediately spin around and I take my cello under my chin and I immediately just hit it with the hit the strings with the bow and it makes a very large, loud sound and I cast Eldritch Blast with it. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll that attack. That is a 15 plus 5. 15 plus 5, that's a hit. 9. Yeah, so that's 9 damage, so I, I, I hit the cello strings with the bow, and you see just the just the reverberations through the air fly at the guy, and it catches dope him in the fuck. chest as it fucking goes, as he comes at me. Alright, dope as fuck. Uh, damage for that is? 9. Alright, so that kind of sets hit, hits him squarely. And uh, he has set himself up to come down at you, just fucking bottom ball first of his snowman form, just coming down at you with the, with all of the thunder. You kind of set him spinning, but it doesn't put him off balance, and he strikes you with a... Oh no, you need to roll a dexterity saving throw as he comes pummeling down at you. Okay. I'm rolling attack, I don't roll attack. Is it 13 plus 6? That's enough. So your your attack sends him off course just enough for you to canter to the side and he lands heavily next to you. You see like a crater and a slush of snow shoot out of his suit as he hits the ground and he turns and he and he comes at you. Uh, you can see a piece of his still his chill suit has been like gashed open and water is starting to seep out of it. That looks bad for you. I've never left this universe. Oh, sorry. Three more come running down uh, from either side. Of the of this canyon wall, they come out of cracks and crevices and crannies and other such sea words. That's gonna be soul. Hey, cool. Uh, and because uh, it's gonna take their whole turn to sort of get to you, basically there is one for each of you at this point, and they are in is, melee range. Uh, sure. Okay. So uh, I see one coming at me, and before <laughs> it gets up to me, I reach into my pouch, I guess, and pull out a. Yes, your satyr pouch, uh, as established. Yes, I pull out a 
uh, braided thorn uh, sort of crown, but like smaller. Maybe a bracelet. Yeah, okay. a braided thorn sort of bracelet. And I uh, I pull it up into the air. It unravels into the thorn whip spell, and I whip it one of them. Okay. For 16 to hit. That hits. Perfect. That then does seven damage to this creature. Okay. And as I, as as I hit him with the whip, uh, as as the whip comes unfurled, I I uh, say, uh, unravel my son whip. Mm, that felt weird. <laughs> Unra- unravel my son whip. That's how it's gonna be. Okay. <laughs> All right. So once again, you rip open a section of suit on this thing, and it starts to like gush slush from like its chest cavity as you hit it solidly across the uh, the torso. And I look at it and go, if there's ever another option, I would take it. But you seem to have left us very few. Options are limited when you are a snowman in the desert. Yeah, It's hard out here for a snowman in the desert. Yeah. And that makes it House's turn. So House's top half spins around on his bottom half and his legs start to walk in the wrong direction towards the nearest snowman. For the revitalization of Solstmiss and the glory of House Gingerbread. I'm assuming a 23 hits. Oh, God, yes. Damn. Uh, and, and House just drives his candy cane lance into the snowman on his first attack and does 14 damage. <laughs> is the snowman still up? Yes, it is, but damn. House pulls House pulls the lance back and just joyfully again and does it again. I'm assuming a 24 hits. And yeah. uh, I rolled a two for damage, but fuck that. I took great weapon fighting, so I get to re-roll that, and I rolled a three. But fuck that. I took piercer, and I get to re-roll that because I don't like it. And I got an eight, but fuck that, because I took savage attacker, and I might get better. And I rolled an eight again, so he takes another 12 damage. That's a total of 26 damage from house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I made a monster. Fuck. <laughs> Mitch, 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 hold on, Mitch, 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 did you, did you figure out how to play d and <laughs> I know, for someone who was complaining a lot about D&D this morning, it sounds like you have figured it out. <laughs> Why, because I got to re-roll my damage four times? Yeah, it's really, it's really working into your wheelhouse The fact that you needed to is also very good. <laughs> yes. Okay. So how's that snowman looking? Awful. You powder. Clean- you cut it because it's a snowman. You fully cut it down the... Like, you stab it, and then you just put your lance straight up it through the middle, cutting it in half. Half of it just falls apart in a slushy puddle. And the other half, standing with one arm, glances at you with horror. And that makes it... Tis the season to be jolly. <laughs> As he does that, I'm going to take uh, the opportunity to play something extremely haunting over it on my cello and use uh, Intimidate for the rest of them. Well, that's not your turn because it's Walter, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> Walter, Ohio. <laughs> Walter, Ohio uh, pummels his into submission and goes and looks up and goes, I think this is a bad way to make friends. <laughs> As he looks at the one that's in a puddle. Go ahead and do your round. Friends are just enemies that know better. Wow. 17 plus 3 intimidation. Okay. Um, to uh, get them to fucking stop. It is their turn. There's only one of them 
that did not pass a will a wisdom check that I just made them do or a charisma check. They all rolled badly, um, except for one who is fight the one that is fighting you, Darthaniel. And as the others sort of uh, sort of back off, <laughs> one of one of which at half speed because he's been literally cut in half, the one stands up and he says. We will not surrender to you. Sorry. I'm going to need a new voice. I'm doing too much of the same shit. We need to we not surrender to these people. They're not strong enough to kill us. Oh, uh, man. Can I, can I take an actual action at that? At that? Uh, I'm going to say that because you did a thing that I allowed to sort of quell a lot of the combat, that's your standard, but you do have other things. That's fair. No, I'll leave it then. Okay. That snowman just made the worst decision of his now to be very short life. Uh... The one that is being beaten on by by Walter says, We should hear them out. We have been bested, Snowgar. I advise you do what he says, Snowgar. I shall smite you till nothing remains. Yeah, we did not come here to make enemies. We came here to make friends, yeah. Yeah, we, we, can, we can stop the gingerbread man from destroying you, but really we're just looking for our friends. Just looking for some assistance. That is all. If you wish to find your friends, you will need to show your strength. I do not take orders from the one who has been beaten. Yeah, okay. Is this uh, Snowgar? Yes. Is it my turn yet? It is Snow. It is your turn. Fantastic. Does a uh, 14 hit? When Sol goes to attack Snowgar, his, he throws his, his hands down and they, they point in claws. He's... Uh, teeth come to fangs. He rears back and growls with uh, his newly acquired fangs and teeth dripping with some type, some type of viscous fluid. And as he goes to attack... What happens is a piercing voice echoes through the canyon, and it's not in a language that any of you like understand like on a cognitive level, but you know that it means stop. Single word echoing off the canyon. And there is no save. You all stop. As you guys all come to a complete stop, including the snowman, two figures step down. One of which is a thin man dressed in a chill suit. And you can see that his eyes are so blue that they shine forth from his suit. And his skin seems to be a very light bluish white. And next to him is a very fat, kindly looking old lady who continues to speak in a very comforting yet commanding voice. We are not enemies. We work together. They've come to help us. Can't you feel it? And who are you? Demise and destruction to House Tinsel! At at this point, if Mr. Uh, Frost doesn't come running directly at Mr. Ohio, just hands open like an idiot, I'm going to be very upset. (laughs) Well... Walter Ohio and Jack of Frosty see each other, and you see that Walter pops up off the snowman, and they they run at each other and give you the most bromosexual hug you've ever seen. I love it. Bromantic, bromantic. Bromantic. I'm into it. The ginger bromantics. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, or Jack, Walter. (laughs) He fucking said Paul. Yeah, I did. Just leave it, Ed. Just don't even, <laughs> don't correct even it. say <laughs> shit. We all know what this is. All right. So as these two figures appear, uh, and this sort of awkward stillness comes to this frantic battlefield, only a moment before uh, Snowgar 
turns and bows to Jack of Frostis and Mrs. Claus, and then you see very quickly that the, the, the effect of the command sort of wears off of everybody's face, and you see that after the hug and the bromantical hug that Walter... They're just rolling around in the sand together. Yeah, just rolling around. They, they're rolling <laughs> around in the sand uh, everywhere uh, Jack touches. It's cold again uh, as the ground just sort of gets kissed with frost, and then they pop back up because they sense a malice aimed at them coming from the direction of House... Death to House Tinsel! And uh, Jack says, Hold, Walter. I have seen many futures, and I know that there is only one way for this to work. And he does a weird... Does an 18 hit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it does. He, he, he jumps, takes your lance in the lower part of his abdomen, just in a location where it will do as little damage as it can. Groin. Jesus. Okay, so <laughs> so I've already rolled for this to save time because I'm that guy. Uh, he was going to take three damage, but I didn't like that. And I have Piercer, so I re-rolled it and got a as one. A but that doesn't matter because I have great weapons, so I get to re-roll that. So I got a three, which was also possible. bullshit. So I used my Savage Attacker to roll again, and that levels that first attack out at nine damage. Okay, so he... <laughs> Ow. Uh, he, he slides down the lance. It goes through him fully, but he slides all the way down it and even helps it along to get closer. He takes more damage so that he can reach out and he puts his hand on your face. And he and you feel this chilling magic come through you. His eyes glow a brilliant blue-white. And you are shown your past, your future. You are shown the day that you were crafted in the house of gingerbread when you came forth from the oven as a newly formed gingerbread <laughs> construct. And then it flashes forward Man, that's been a to a million versions of your death. And you see also Jack's life and how he was born and how he fought the gingerbread house for years and all of their many, many betrayals, which means so little to you, but you also see how they have used you to commit these betrayals. And normally as a created construct entity this would never bother you but you feel something inside you come alive as you become a fully formed consciousness house feels terrible about this uh, namely because that puts him at less than five feet of range and that makes his attack a disadvantage house rolls a, a, a seven to hit and uh, as his second lance whiffs by jack of frostis uh, the, the full measure of what he has said comes bearing to mind in House Pauses. If you truly wish to save Solstice, you must grow beyond our two homes, our two houses. Solstice is bigger than either of them. I am the harbinger of frozen malice. Any house who stands against Solstice will be utterly undone. May their bodies turn to ash and drift eternally with the snowdrifts of this happy season. And House bows freakishly because he's facing half the right direction and half the wrong direction. Uh, I, I lean over to, to Sol and I say, I, I, I really can't wait until this mission is over. Yeah, I also cannot wait. Yeah. Between the uh, horrifying gingerbread monster and that pompous asshole over there. I don't know what we're gonna do. Walter sees that you look at him and he gives you a hearty thumbs up. 
I return it. Do I need to roll deception for that? No. (laughs) I have many questions. Most seem to go unanswered. So Jack Jack starts speaking to you guys, and he's like, all right, so... uh, All right, so... Basically, we figured out. Okay, all right. I'm kind of hanging from this dude's lance. If somebody could help yeah, me. Yeah, no. Out. I I'm gonna walk over. And I'm gonna help <laughs> slide him slowly off the lance, and then I'll cast healing word on him. <laughs> he he heals from your thing, and he he touches you, and he says, "Thank you, Darthaniel. I've always loved your music." Thank you, thank you. As I was saying, I have recently done a tremendous amount of spicy nog. I found the pool of it. What left? What was left? Spicy nog is not recommended for consumption by sentient creatures. Yes, and I have done just an absolute bucketful, a tremendous amount, a huge hogging helping, a solstmas gift giving season crammed full of jolliness. I just really went to town on this stuff. I snorted it. I inhaled it. I I injected it. Oh dear God, do I love spice? Anyway, as as he's saying all this, I I, I reached out or I talk over to the satyr again and I say, I will will die for this man. (laughs) House raises both candy cane lances. May the knock flow freely! Yeah, you might get the opportunity to do that. Yeah, that might might be in our future. Sol, I've seen your coming. (laughs) Nice. All of them. Wow, Ryan. And I wanted to thank you as well for arriving because your skills as a druid will be specifically needed. Yeah, that's what they told me when I was recruited for this, yeah. He requires the use of your satyr pocket! Mm. They didn't understand, because they were not high as balls on spice, like I am. (laughs) (laughs) On what? On spicy nog? On spicy nog, Higher than mistletoe on the spicy nog. Yes. Come with me. I need to show you what I have seen, and I also need to make you more powerful so that we can do it together. Okay, I need you to retake yeah. the line and do it in a Willy Wonka way because Tilly, Timothy Chalamet is also going to be Willy Wonka. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I can't do a <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, okay? Shamalama Ding Dong just... is not in my wheelhouse. Come with me <laughs> and we'll yeah, dream. You just need to say it in that cadence and we're all good. of pure and organization. A very merry soul smith. Come on, guys, it was right there. Be high as balls. In a desert realm. Seriously, though, do you want to get super high with me right now? Can we? Yeah, yes. actually, actually, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I've brought my own things for this usually. But yeah, I'll, I'll also partake in yours. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, typically I just get high on my music, but this sounds like a great time. Yeah, yeah I no, have it, the dream I used to, too. This well. is much better. Yeah. I, I am a very dry and porous composite material likely capable of absorbing... Roughly 32 gallons of spicy nugget for oh, fire. Oh, I'm absolutely getting the gingerbread man high. Let's go. So he takes you deep into the rocks. And that's it. That's how the world ended. Yeah. Right this, is, this, is, this episode is taking a turn. Yes. <laughs> he takes you deep underneath the earth. And underneath you find this pool. This this. How do we get there, Jay? You just walk. He just takes you through these some caverns. We don't like take a chimney? Uh, it it's it sort of starts to remind like be like a chimney yeah yeah it's a little bit like a chimney as you go deeper and deeper you realize that some sort of old brickwork actually makes this cave and then you shoot down into this large cavern where from the roof you see dripping this colorful liquid 
that is spiraling down from the rocks above and then trickling through a tiny fern that grows. And you, as you look at it, you realize it's, it's mistletoe. And dripping down into this little basin is this semi-luminescent copper milky substance. And he says, this is the only place that the spicy nog gathers anymore. I'm in it. I'm already inside. <laughs> just splash. <laughs> you just splash in it. And I would recommend that you go way slower than that, but you know, you know how to party, dude. I'm a very large animal. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's just big enough for you to splash. You're just, it's like three inches of nog and you just canter in it like a happy pony. I'm just, I'm just splashing in it. The house, being a hyper-efficient, <laughs> constructed creature, lays down all of his candy cane lances and spears, which is a considerable number. And uh, he walks forward to the pond and just unfolds himself down into one large, flat sheet of gingerbread pieces in the spicy dog. As you move into the, the place, Sol, he touches you on your shoulder and he says, Sol, I understand that you have much power over animals and beasts. Normally... The worm is not such a such a simple creature as a bird or land animal that you might normally be able to have control over. But once you partake of that righteous spice, that nog there, it's gonna really just really open your mind, man, and you're gonna you're gonna be able to see and do some things. Yeah, like, I don't I I'm uncertain you know this, but I am a fae in the first uh-huh. place. One. Uh-huh. So mind kind of open. Yeah, uh no, two no. uh a summer fay. Uh, we do a lot of partying where I'm from. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. The, yeah my last uh, name is Dance. Like, we yeah, party. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, 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 I kind of thought you guys were, were cool. That's why I didn't, you know, do this <laughs> you cool thing. I, uh-huh. I figured it. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. He takes out a, a mug from, like, I don't know, his fucking belt line that he has no belt. He takes it out of his fucking Seder pouch. Seder pocket. His Seder pouch. His pouch. His pouch. His fucking Seder pouch. And then he goes, yeah, okay. And he just dips it in and he goes, uh, cheers, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. And he just Be starts cool, drinking some. Uh, so as you guys all <laughs> partake of the spicy nog. Uh, I don't know how we haven't go... done a Hades Seder sack reference yet. Oh, yes. As you fill your, as you fill your Seder sack with this gnarly <laughs> fluid, you guys... Your brains all sort of kaleidoscope out, like the scene from from uh, Doctor Strange. Everything gets slowed down, and you start to see your past, present, and future. It goes by so fast that it's really hard to focus on anything. And you don't really feel stronger. You pretty much just feel really high. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm like I'm playing, and it is just the worst it has ever sounded. But as as you guys are going on this trip, you hear Jack's voice infiltrate your, like, fever dream that you guys are all having. So, I figured out what happened to my father when he was destroyed by enemies of Solstice. They blew him up, and he had no host to enter. So he did what he could. He retreated into the land itself. And that land gave form to the only thing that it could figure out to protect the being of souls. It gave birth to the worm. So now that we've partook, we have to go swallow the worm. We have to catch the worm and then use him to go where the spice is gathered, where the nog 
is so that we can use it to bring back winter to solstice. So now I need you guys to help me ride that worm. With the wholesale slaughter of all opposition. Yes, we could probably do that, but first we have to ride the worm. Okay, yeah, whatever. D- drink up, get high, yeah, sure. I release my head from just the nog that is everywhere, and I'm just pouring down her face, and I say, I don't... Yeah, I'm... Yeah, if this is if this is how you think we'll help you, I was sent here for the purpose of helping you. So this is the best I could do anyway. And for that matter, it's not like I have much home to go to. So let's just go. Whatever, what whatever this guy wants, let's just do. I'm wherever we are, I'm just saying. As you say that you're going to help him, he goes, I, you agreed to this an hour ago, we're outside again. And you guys sort of, like, blink, and you realize that you're standing on top of a dune. So, 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 so I need you to slow down, because just because you have a resistance just means that it's going to hit you later. Yeah, I'm waiting for later. Yeah, please stop. Yeah, not yet. Soul continues to drink what's left of his mug. Yeah, you drain it. Once his mug is finished, because his mug is a is a solid piece of wood, he takes a bite out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as you are crunching on your, your tasty mug treat, um, you realize that you're all standing on a dune, and somehow you've gotten very far away from the crevice that you started in. Uh, all of you are standing there. And he's he's been telling you apparently how to catch a worm for like the last hour. So anyway, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna set the thumpers down and um, the last thumper because we've already got the other three going. And we're gonna put one here and we're gonna lure it to the area. And then I'm gonna use uh, my abilities to get on top. And I need you guys to use your various powers to calm it long enough for that to happen. Because once I ride it, we can use it to travel to the center of the Solstice beneath the earth. And we can we can set everything right once we get there. Yeah, you're on quite a wild ride. Yeah, sure, whatever you say. Yeah, that 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 works for me. I don't know if you knew this, but horses drink ten to eighteen gallons of water a day. Yeah, I, I saw that. I've drinking drink quite a, a bit of, of nog, nog, and we we should we should go before I, this kicks in. I don't now, know what's gonna happen. Now, now Mitch. You never have to roll an attack roll as long as you are high, but you are also soggy, and so if you take damage, it will be double damage because you've been sitting in the nog for a good hour, and your normally fossilized gingerbread flesh is much softer than it was. Now, Darthaniel, you... So so House just stands there on the top of the dune with a lance in each of his two sets of hands? Yes. Because he did not reassemble correctly. Now, Darthaniel... House has six arms now. Oh, God. Darthaniel... He stands on two of them. Uh, any ability you have as a bard has no limits mm-hmm. as to what it can target right now. All of your abilities are sort okay. of supercharged on Spicy Nog. And that goes for the right. druid in the group as well. You have the ability to charm or control any animal that you come across. 
also to maybe help summon one. Cool. So he yeah. kind of turns to you, and now that I have helped you, just absolutely, just just absolutely free your minds and fuck you up, and and just kind of just get you as high as I can humanly do. Sorry, inhumanly do. And absolutely trashed. Yeah. 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 Uh. Uh, what you what you now notice is that he's put more water in the cup that's got a bite taken out of it, and his he's put dream lily in there, which is in and of itself another. Uh, oh yes, he's cross he's cross fading. Look at him go. He's a charmer. He's a damned pro. <sighs> we should probably send him to a yeah. rehab. I think that that might be too parting. Far. Yeah, it's what uh, parting. It's what we used to do in Sam. You know, you don't always need drugs. Now they do. I don't know what they do there. It, it, I don't it's like. It's perfectly it acceptable anymore. to do to to not do drugs and party. Like if if you don't need them, if you need them, we might need to talk. Yeah, it's acceptable to not. Yeah, but like my home is a fucking. Like this, like the opposite of what this is for you is like is what, what uh, exactly like what this is like for oh, you. You know oh, what? Yeah. This is hard uh, to explain. Yeah, that but awful. my home sucks. Yeah, it, house yeah, takes I, I, a long steaming hot drink of sand. <laughs> <laughs> As that happens, uh, you feel you hear in the distance, Darthaniel, the rumble. And you hear the crunching of nuts as several nutcrackers throughout the area have been set off. And he hands you uh, the, the last nutcracker and he says, We need it to come to us, but not straight to us. Can you help with that? I, I can attempt to. We need to. it to, to, sub, to you come from the ground, but we need it to stay above ground for as long as possible. So, so are we going to... Soul reaches into his the, backpack. Are we going to get the worm high? No, no, Soul no. Soul no. reaches into his backpack and he pulls out his immovable rod. He places it and then he pulls himself up on it and he stands on it. Okay. And he goes, yeah, this should be a good place. I don't really know what your plan is anymore because I'm really he high. He means so to run! And House slaps you on the ass with two of his six hands. House doesn't know if that's what he meant, but House had an idea. House isn't used to that. Um, I run. Okay. You gave a poor creature sentience and got it high in the same hour. That's just cruel. <laughs> so, uh, Jack's standing on top of the hill next to Sol as y'all run away. And he, he turns to uh, you. He's like, are you bringing it to you or somewhere else? Sol, what is the plan? I don't think you guys listened. I don't think you guys got a plan ready. Uh, yeah. I didn't even have the nutcracker. Do you have another one? I can bring it no, here. No, yeah. that was the last one. Oh no! That uh, <laughs> a, you gave it to the D'Artagnan, yeah, who, who just got yeah D'Artagnan, who just yeah. ran off. Yeah. He's the one running. Yeah. yeah. So maybe if you wished to have some version of plan, you would have discussed that with us. Yeah. Well, Instead, I was for the last you hour. About, is going you rambled around about what plan. it means to capture the worm, but you didn't like tell us. Oh, this is exactly what we will do to take. Did you know that I've seen every version of the future, ago? and there's no version where you don't tell me this? Uh, no, I did not know that you've seen it. Yeah, I can't seem to avoid it. I also, I also feel as though it's uncertain as if you've seen the future, but it's possible. Definitely it's, seen the future. Yeah, absolutely, I have seen the future. There's no way it was just a fever dream caused by way too much spicy nog. This is a this is a cave. We're not in a cave I'm, anymore. I, we're not in a cave. <laughs> we're not. You are. Well, out I'm running in circles. I'm running in circles like we're in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> I may have gotten them way too high. Yeah, Wait. I told you that they weren't yes. ready for this. Well, but like you were necessary. Time. I've seen yeah. the future. This was necessary. You'll have to trust me. 
you know, I'd love to trust you, but there's so many things inside me. As Is there something you can do? Because we're running snow out of time. The summer the storm, is not I'm a summer I am prepared for every possible it makes eventuality. Me want to vomit. Yeah. Even talking to you makes me want to vomit. Uh, the ground starts to shake and erupt because y'all aren't doing anything. <laughs> we have summoned it! Yay! Down, down, the, down the dune a little ways, a nutcracker is going off in the hands of Darth Daniel, who's running circles around house. And directly around house. I also have a wand of enemy detection, so I already had the wand out. I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah, you didn't need that. I'm sorry to tell you. Uh, so, you I knew guys. It was coming from. Sarsanil is running in circles holding a nutcracker that's, go, that's just munching nuts. House is standing in the middle of the circle that he's running. And stabbing just sand. Doing, yeah, stabbing sand and going, We have summoned it, yay. And your vision is filled with sand, and the ground beneath you shifts and erupts. In the haze of sand, you see white, red white, red, then white, then red again, as an enormous striped beast rises from beneath the dirt, directly in front of you and around you. As it tries to appear where Darthaniel was, and it just barely misses him and catches you, you guys all need to roll athletic, or acrobatics, to see if you fall over from it shooting out of the ground. And yes, it is striped like a candy cane. Um, you said roll what? Acrobatics? Yes. Uh, you do not have to uh, soul, because you, like you said, are perched atop an immovable rod, separate from the ground. Perfect. Yeah. I thought it was a bit strange. Yeah, but yeah. and, oh, and cool. you see, and you see that next to you, Jack has just grabbed onto your rod as well as the sand just sort of disappears from underneath you all. Ten yeah. plus three thirteen. Where is Mister Ohio? Uh, you, Ohio does not seem to be with you on this particular adventure. Stayed behind in the, stayed behind with the nog, huh? He, he I, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's a nog, but, hog, uh, huh? I don't think Ohio would let. Uh, Mr. Frost there out of his sight. It's possible, but also he's going to take orders from Frost, and as far as you know, he, Frost didn't tell him to come with. Alright. You, you got fucking high dog without dog. Ohio. Gasp. Gasp. That's a nine to grapple the worm. A nine? I'm sure that's a success. I'm, I'm absolutely certain. Uh, it's not. The worm shoots straight up out of the ground and does a perfect little curly Q-shape so it looks exactly like a candy cane in midair before it shifts and then dives back down. Uh, so everyone roll initiative. Fifteen. Six. Okay. Uh, what'd you get, Sol? Fourteen. Okay, so that makes it. Uh, so House, even though you messed up your roll, you don't grab onto the worm, but it is your turn first as it sails past you into the air. House gets knocked over by the, uh, the miss, but fortunately in his new hellish six-armed form, he just stands up on two different arms and uh, decides that he is going to grab onto this worm again because he feels like he should fight it. Okay. And because Mitch doesn't know what else House would do. That's 23. To just sort of stab into it? What's the plan? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just just stab into it. Just I am I am fighting a worm now. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, I'm not going to let you do like a second attack because I think the whole point is to stay on with the stabbing, correct? Uh, the way I envision it is I'm making an attack with each arms. And, uh, and then, then there's no plan after that. Okay. It's, it's two attacks, then realize, oh, I need to hold on now. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and roll your second attack as your first attack sinks into its flesh, and you are immediately carried into the sky as the worm continues up. That's a 19 on the uh, second attack. That's a hit. 
Uh, for reference, this thing is about 30 feet around. Good. It's a fair and a, fight. And about 100 feet long. Fair fight. Cool. What's your damage? Oh, does, oh, does that matter? <laughs> I, I wasn't um, aware that mattered. I wasn't even gonna... Uh, yes and no. <laughs> here, I'll just use the last damage that I had rolled for. It would have been 21. Sure. Is that total? 21? All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, 21. That's gonna make it Soul's turn. So, what would you like to do? Once again, you're hopped up on spice, so you have an extended list of abilities. Uh, Mitch. Oh, hey, that's right. Uh, you said I didn't have to roll to attack. Uh, you wanker. Yeah, you're right. You just hit. Um, I'm also going to say this, that because you're hopped up on spice, I will give you your second... No, your attack surge every round. Oh, God. Okay, I'm just going to start rolling for the next one. I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead. You do whatever. I'll be back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that your first attempt, and then that was you realizing that you can action surge in your own in your own. Wait, hang turn. on. No, I got this. I got this. It's fine. Uh, this will be quick because my hands are busy. Uh, that oh, is the AC on this thing lower than eleven. It's an eighteen. Yeah, no. Okay. House tries to headbutt the thing he's holding onto and misses Doesn't twice. This strangely dry worm soul. Uh. Yeah, so Soul's gonna Soul's gonna do what Soul do. And that's he's gonna cast reduce. Okay. Soul's gonna look at the he's gonna go, Yeah, the worm it's too big. Let's make it smaller. Okay. And he's going to uh get a reach in his his uh satyr pouch and pull out some some uh dark powder and throw it towards the worm. Okay. What do I roll? Come down to size, he says, uh, and you roll a con save, 14. Okay, that is the one of its better things. A 14, Yeah, though. I imagine so, but it, you made me more powerful. You so did, I, I was yeah, so it's one, it, it absolutely works. It didn't even roll well, uh, so it only got a 10, and you see that immediately in midair, it shrinks to half its size? Yes. All right. It's, it's halved in all dimensions, and its weight's reduced to one-eighth. Okay. So it goes from being a gargantuan, terrifyingly large peppermint candied worm to half of that size. So, you know, it's now the size of an elephant or something like that. I don't know a comparative size for a very large animal, for a very large long animal. It's that, though. It comes crashing down at you, Darthaniel. Oh, good. It's coming down from the sky. This should be more manageable for... Whatever your purposes are. Yeah, as it, as it comes fly, flying down at me, uh, I, I look up and I notice what is finally happening. And, because, uh, you know, I'm very high. And what's your armor class? That is 15. All right. So it doesn't hit you with the full force of its body because it shrank and it threw it off. But it comes down and it clips you across your haunch and goes straight into the ground after you. But you are going to take, uh, what does it do to its damage? Reduce does stuff, right? Yeah, it takes a D4 off it. Okay, roll that for me. Okay. Three. Three? Okay. So yep. it only does 19 damage. Oh, good. To you. And you, uh, it, but the good news is it doesn't get its its sort of teeth into you because you feel that it tries to grab on and it looked felt like it was going to try to suck you into the hole. You get half submerged in sand just by being next to it as it burrows its way into the earth and it disappears. That so sounds as though it's not great for me. Yes, uh, House, <laughs> you disappear into the earth with it, unless you let go. Fuck no. Okay. Jack, next to 
Soul goes, see, that's what I want to do. What he just did, that's what I need to do. That thing, he's stealing my thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not really prepared for it in the first place. I'm it's very clear. prepared. Uh, I brought you guys. Are you not prepared? Because I'm prepared if no, you're prepared. See, what you didn't know uh, is House's see, last name was Ohio. What, what I have done here, you, you see, is I put it in a better place for you to do this, but you seemingly have done nothing. You, you were supposed to subdue it, not just make it small. The small is great, it makes it more manageable, you're right. But yeah. it now needs to be calmed or at least held still long enough why do you but you see you see why i say you're not prepared for this because like our friend house there it did not need to be holding still and he was on it if this is what you wanted you know but he he stabbed it it's just gonna piss it off anyway uh that's gonna be sure it's not like it can bite itself darthaniel you are uh submerged up to your belly in sand and very hurt and it's your turn i don't i don't i'm not here for it i'm going to uh fuck you are still holding a nutcracker. You realize it's very loud. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it away from me because I don't want that thing to come at me when it comes out of the ground. Okay. Because uh, I am, like you said, half submerged in sand, and I am a horse. So this is going to be a very big problem for me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess I hold an action because I I'm a horse submerged in sand. What do I do? You can get out. You're not like buried. You can you can climb okay. out. Okay. It's considerate prone. Okay. I was gonna say I don't have like you have to use half your leverage to get out, to get out of sand. <laughs> Wait, like hang on, hang on. <laughs> the centaur is half submerged. How, this is kind of the centaur wears pants. So like, you, yes. which direction yeah, am yeah, I half, half yeah. of the centaur is in the sand, but yes. the front half of the centaur is not. You just you just look like a dude with his body buried in the sand. That's what you look now. like right now. <laughs> this is this is a first for me. I've never known what it was like on the other side. I'm very high. Yeah, yeah. It's not like what having two legs is like. Speaking as a as a bipedal individual, it's not the same. Yeah, no, what you're doing, I, and okay. but it's different. Y- yeah. yeah. Uh, so you threw the nutcracker away and you held your action, right? Yes. I'm that makes hold my it until I can until I can see it again. Uh, you see that uh, Jack runs around to take position uh, on the other side of the nutcracker. He just sort of does a quick little dash across the sand, and he sets. He pulls out a couple of these like spiked uh, pipe. Uh, what do you climbing call hooks. Climbing, climbing hooks. Yes. He pulls out a couple of these spiked climbing hooks and gets into a ready position as well. That's gonna make it House's turn. House, you are underneath the sands. You can feel them shifting past you as you hold on. I need you to roll a strength check to maintain your your grip as you are like dragged through sand. Give me an athletics check. Echoes up through the sand because House just rolled a 26 on a nat 20. Okay, so you hold on. And uh, what do you do, bud? House continues to anchor himself. Uh, He he misses with his first attack. And then uh, he hits with a second attack and does seven damage with one of his spears. And uh, now House has... Five of six arms pinned into this thing. Okay. Like a weird spider saddle. All right. Uh, is that all you do? Yeah, all the other attacks were misses. It was a lot of misses. You don't You don't miss. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. I don't miss. Because I don't miss. My bad. Uh, and that was seven, seven damage because of all the things that I do. And then... Uh, sorry, I forgot that I can't miss right now. That was seven damage. Then 
eight damage, and that's where it plateaus out because he, he's out of arms. Okay. Okay. Oh, and then two headbots, so eight more damage. Okay. Twenty-three total. Okay. Okay. And House is now spread out. Like a starfish. Like a weird starfish, yeah. He's got two lances stuck in at the front and two spears stuck in at the back and all of his weird freaky arms just holding on to it. And he can't see anything. There's just sand rushing by you. Can't see Uh, shit, yeah. Saul, once again, standing atop your immovable rod. Uh, You have a nicer view of the battlefield than anyone else. You see that the ground is shifting toward where Darthaniel threw the nutcracker. What do you do? Um, you know, I don't have... I guess I could just cast Charm on it and see if that works. I don't have a lot of other options. Okay. So, fuck it, why not? Let's, uh, let's cast Charm person, because you While said... While it's underground? Can... Uh, he can hold can his I action see? and cast it just like you're doing. Yeah, Would be I'll hold it and cast it as soon as I see it. Okay. I am the flame! This is my uh, While I'm high, does it matter that I have two concentration spells going on? Uh, yes. I'm not gonna... Wait. We're not gonna break concentration rules. This may not be a concentration spell. Charm person shouldn't be. It's not. It is not. Okay. Turns out. We're good. Cool. Alright, so, uh, it's the worm's turn. You see the nutcracker just disappears into a suction of sand, and from the ground pops the peppermint worm, which looks around, and it doesn't seem to have eyes, but it immediately tracks toward soul because you shrunk it and it kind of like whips around and tries to get its at its own sides but it can't seem to reach as it tries to get toward um you it's gonna roll an attack it with disadvantage to get house and misses um and then with its 30 you know it's 50 feet of movement it charges its soul uh it's gonna be right in front of you uh the moment it popped up though anybody with ready to actions can do stuff yep yep i am going to cast Nathair's Mischief. What is this? Now, Nathair's Mischief, let me tell you, is very interesting because uh, you fill a 20-foot cube you can see within range with uh, fey and draconic magic. Uh, Roll on the mischievous surge table to determine the magical effect produced, and roll again at the start of each of your turns until the spell ends. You can move the cube up to 10 feet. Yo, bro, what are you playing? (laughs) So, yes, the effect that uh, I am going to put on this worm's big fucking head as it comes out. Oh, it's a four. Look at that. Uh, drops of molasses hover in the cube, making it difficult terrain until the start of your next turn. Okay, so difficult the, terrain. The, the, the apparent, apparently the air that it is going to be flying up into is now uh, just lots of molasses just floating in it. Okay. Wow. Is that the new book? Yeah, what is this from? The new book is weird. I don't like it's it. Fair. It's very <laughs> weird. <laughs> the dra- is this from the dragon book? FTOD? Yeah, Fitzpan's Treasury of Dragons. All right. Um, so ju- it's so it's moving through dis- difficult terrain right now. Yes. Okay. It is moving. It is moving. It's going to be moving through difficult terrain for the next through, fifty feet through floating molasses. <laughs> so Soul, it is not catching up to you. It gets the peppermint is now covered in brown sugar, and, and so <laughs> I, I would imagine is our friend. Yes. Writing it. Yes, Fuck you yeah. are also covered in brown sugar. That's going to make it Soul's turn to do his prepared action. So what is the roll I make for Charm Person? Oof. That would be a wisdom. 14. Ooh, that's a good one. What do I get? 14? He has shit wisdom. Um, you see that it 
moves through the molasses, it looks like it gets the closest thing you've ever seen to a smile on its face before it shakes its head, tossing molasses everywhere as if it somehow shook off your ability. I rolled an 18, minus one, but he rolled very well. Poop. Poop. Indeed. Uh, that's going to make it Darth Daniel's actual turn because a held action doesn't change your turn. Okay, well, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna move, uh, cause, you know, it's moving up through the air, I imagine. So, uh, I'm just gonna move my cube up 10 feet or so, following it up into the air. Oh, and, you can uh, just move it? That's. I can a move very it up to 10 feet. Spell. All right. <laughs> it could I be. Get to, a very I, get to, spell. I get to roll yeah. again at the start of each of my turns. So now we get to see if it does something different. Oh, oh it changes? Shit. And it certainly does. Uh, bouquets of flowers appear all around, and each creature in the cube must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be blinded until the start of your next turn as flowers spray fa- water in its face. Oh, it almost definitely, it almost definitely has to take that save at disadvantage now that it's still technically covered in, uh, I guess, is it still covered in molasses? Never mind. I don't, I I don't think question. it is. Yeah. Hard to uh, say. But that's going to be house as well. It failed. Uh... But it has blind sense, so it doesn't seem to affect it. Uh, so I rolled a Mitch. Uh, of course. Hey, and I, so did I'm it. confident my deck score doesn't matter. But my life is the life of a saddle, and a saddle doesn't need to see shit. That's true. Fair. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that you're not digging being covered in both nog and water and molasses in rapid like not in that order, but in rapid succession. But I do want to say that you and the uh, worm. Both rolled a four, and so I just want to go go ahead and give a double yay for both. Yay! Anyway, that makes it uh, Jack's turn. Jack runs forward and tries to run up its back. Uh, he gets aboard it and he tries to sink the hooks into its back. He gets one solidly and the other not so much. As it shifts and turns from being attacked by you guys, you see that he's barely holding on. Uh, he's just sort of dangling from one side, hooked by one hook. You need to get it more under control. Otherwise, it's going to peel us off. Yeah, I mean, I did try that. If you noticed, it didn't. Can you do it again? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, like once more, I think. Maybe twice. Several times, potentially. Who knows? Hard to say. He mutters a spell under his breath, and he says it will have a harder time succeeding this time. And you see this sort of, like, magical energy goes around the worm's head. Sure, yeah. And it's House's it's turn. Sand, yeah. House, you are now out of the sand, but you still can't see. <laughs> I don't have to see to bite it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, didn't crit, didn't crit. Uh, that's going to be 16 more damage. House is so terrifying. I mean, you gave me action surge every round. <laughs> I did, I, but I just mean in general. Because he just oh. he goes straight to biting shit real fast. Um, He's out of hands. It shouldn't have teeth, dude. Anyway, <laughs> you were it's a ginger man. That makes it Soul's turn. What are the? Hey, quick question. I'm sorry. Yeah. What are the teeth made out of? Oh God, why do you ask these questions that I don't need the answers to? Obviously, his teeth are made of those little wicked sharp peppermint spikes you get when you've been sucking <laughs> on like the small candy cane too long because you can't yeah. really do anything with it. My original thought was candy corn, but that's not very Christmassy. It's just row upon row of micro needles of peppermint. That is horrifying. Okay, thank you. Scary. <laughs> truly, truly scary. And they rotate in opposing concentric circles okay, like that one fish. Enough. 
that's enough. <laughs> Soul. <laughs> Soul cast charm again. All right. You can go for it again? Yeah, because that's what he told me to do. All right. So not only does he get a minus four to that roll, because I rolled as high as I could on the d4, but the, he also rolled a nat fucking one on the save, and you immediately see that as it comes back around, the peppermint worm turns to soul and then smiles. Its face makes a smile. It's very weird. Its, it's, its mouth flattens into one thin line, and then it curves up. Yes, he looks very reminiscent of a sandworm from... Yes. Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Yes. 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 Beetlejuice sandworm. There's sandworms in Trigun, too. Yep. Uh, sandworms have permeated uh, min- much of uh, sci-fi culture and other types. All because, of all because of this book. Yes. Yep. You can blame, you Thanks, can blame him. Thank you, Frank Herbert. So the don't, worm don't comes to a stop. He's your friend. For how long? Stop! In the name of worm. Okay. And you see Jack gets his feet underneath him. He plants the other hook into his side. And he says, well done, Sol. I knew we could not do it without you. I saw it in the future. And he stands there for a second with his arm outstretched and just stares for like... I raise my hand with his arm outstretched and I say, I have charm person too. Yeah, but you didn't cast it. And I knew it was Sol who would do it. Yeah, I have like a thousand other things I could have done. Yeah, but that was the only one that was going to succeed. And then I I cast summon... Faye, and another Faye appears, and I go, look, I could have brought more people here. That would have not accomplished anything. Anyway, are you gonna get on this worm with me and come to the end of the story? Yeah, let's go to the... He jumps off his, his immovable rod, he grabs it out of the air, and he comes over and he uh, jams the immovable rod into the worm and then locks it in place, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we'll see how this goes, yeah? Yeah, Sol, you're insufferable, and I love you. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm going to go and trot myself onto... And none of us move anywhere because the rod is immovable. (laughs) (laughs) You just feel that the worm starts to go and it just like... The worm bottoms out. The rod can be moved with extreme strength, so it is slowly moving. Wait, are we still on Tiny Worm? Yes, it is a half-size worm. House bites the worm. Hey, so, um, Mitch... Did say that house bites the worm, and you know what happens when you hit something that's charmed. Oh well, you are on it. You are all on it. As he bites the worm, you see it shake its head and snap out of a charmed person. It tries to move, and it doesn't. Instead, it is going to curl around and try to bite at at house. Oh well, it's not moving the part that mine. The movie's the rods in, I'll fucking tell you that much. And I look at- The worm is just having an existential mobility crisis. That's okay, peppermint worms have a tail stinger. So, it hits you with its (laughs) tail stinger. Has a plus 14 to hit with that in a reach of 10 feet. Uh, It hits for 19 piercing damage, and I need you to roll a constitution save. House. House. I assumed. Sport of the check. You are uh, a problem. (laughs) Um, Is is this for poison? I have resistance to poison. Okay. You still will I don't know what that means, though. It means you'll take half. Is it a four? Is it a four? Is it a four? House doesn't give a shit about your worm. <laughs> House <laughs> rolls a nat 20. <laughs> uh, that being said, you do take 11 poison damage because you half it twice. <laughs> potato, potato. As the worm squirms, uh, Soul looks at, at the people who are on the worm with it, who will be going with it, and, they, and then he goes, yeah, so... Are you are you prepared? Prepare yourselves. I do hold on tightly. I plan on doing the same. Yeah. Uh, I I think that 
all of you can pretty much... Well, House is obviously already very entrenched. He is a tick. He is on that worm. Uh, you have your ways. You and Jack can both sort of get situated and prepared. I kind of need to know how the centaur is going to hold on. Yeah. Right, House. So, that was my next this leg. I, I toss you get, some rope. I need to get on the worm. I, I get, yeah, I grab the rope and I pull myself on and then... Uh, so is it still like it's still obviously hostile to us, right? Like I am. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's hostile now. Right. It wasn't for I'm a gonna, moment. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Crown of Madness. Okay, what's that do? That is a. Uh... It's a fucked up charm, is what it is. Yeah, it's uh, one humanoid of your choice. It doesn't matter because I'm, I'm on that spice. Uh, you can see within range. It must be it must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw or become charmed for you by the duration or by you for the duration. While the target is charmed in this way, a twisted crown of dragged iron appears on its head and madness glows in its eyes. It if, is a 15 Wisdom save. It failed. Uh, it failed that save because all of its I knew it would be some sort of intelligence or charisma and wisdom, and it's, yep. it's they're they're bad. Uh, so whatever happens happens. It gives you enough of a time to climb on it and do whatever you need to do. What is it you do to get on board? Uh, I'm going to now. You got 50 now, feet uh, of rope to work with now, because I gave... I, yeah, I'm going to scramble. He's got a charmed worm. He could politely ask it to get lower for Crowd him. Crowd of Madness yeah. is not that kind of charm. The charm ah. target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. I can make it oh, just okay. hit people now. Uh... The target can act normally on its turn if you choose no creature, or if none are within re- its reach. Yeah, it's just got to make a wisdom saving throw on after each turn. But yeah, so I just, yeah, I have a chill, and I get up. Doesn't it have to hit someone? Yes. No, but it can do what it wants if he doesn't it tell us to. Yeah, I can let it just, like, chill. Okay. Um, yeah, so you climb up, and I assume just use the rope to tie yourself down or whatever? Yep. I, I'm going to need your assistance on that one. I, I can't. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll help. Sol, yeah. Sol and Jack immediately start tying you down, and then uh, as soon as you're ready, I think that it's going to have one last chance to do a thing. I'll just say it makes another wisdom save to try to stab at house. It fails. It, it, it just sort of attacks the ground and everything around. It's, yeah, as soon as everybody's ready, and, and I go, well, uh, let's, uh, let's begin, huh? And then I undo the immovable rod... And I just stand there because I'm a fucking goat man and I'm ready for this Everyone shit. is immediately jerked back like the Millennium Falcon went light speed as he lets the button go and you all get just jerked by inertia as it flies into the air and then down back into the ground. Sand immediately fills your eyes and mouths uh, very quickly before Jack does a spell which causes a small shield to appear in front of you so you can sort of see as you guys just head down deep into the earth as it tries to escape from you all. You travel for miles and miles and miles, eventually coming out into what appears to be a massive cavern beneath the sand. Cavern? Cavern. A no, it's, a ca- it's, cavern. Cra- it's Soulsmith. It's a cavern. It's a cavern. <laughs> I'm with it. it. It's a massive cavern with a cavern in it. You, you, you cross through the barrier, and immediately the worm falls the remaining few feet, landing and then it starts to dig beneath the rock. You realize that if it starts tunneling into the rock, there's nothing you can do to hold on. As you all sort of let go, uh, Jack quickly cuts the rope that holds... Untie me, untie me, untie me! Dark Daniel, and you guys find yourselves in front of a quaint little cabin beneath the earth. Ringing around the cabin is a river of the spicy Nog that just sort of travels through. Behind the cavern, you see that it's just Nog. But as it crosses the cavern, there is a spigot, like a downspout, that 
spice is coming out of, and it's going into the water. As, as the water crosses in front of the cabin, it becomes the coppery, lit-up version of the Nog that you know is the drug. This is what you're looking for, correct? Yeah? This is your My knowledge of the future stopped here. Yeah, your knowledge of the future stopped the moment that you I, left the you, present. You, 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 I knew that you, you would say that, and it's so old, because I've seen it so many times. Please stop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate, I hate Jack and <laughs> Ohio. I give him, I still have a little bit left of my dream, Lily. I was like, I go, here, take this. Yeah, enjoys that. Yeah. And then I walk towards the thing. No, thanks. Spice for me only. And he eats it anyway. House trudges forward slowly with a hand grenade in each of his four available arms. I go, uh, yeah, so. Sorry, a bomb, not a hand grenade. I couldn't afford those. They don't have a price. So you guys move forward. And you cross over a little bridge that goes over the river of Spicy Nog. Oh, I want it. I want it to be well known that I walk towards it boldly, but I'm the last person to cross that bridge because this is the antithesis of what he feels he is. Soul feels he is. Okay. Being that he's a a summer fay. Yeah, you understand the necessity of this because of balance, but this right. is not your place. Mm-mm. Yes. Uh, and as you are, the, you're the last to go over the bridge. And as you stall, you see Jack reach down and just gets a hat full of nog and slips it, and then he crosses as well. For the future, as he walks onto the bridge reluctantly. Nathaniel, anything? Nah, I just can't turn on through. I'm ready to get this All fucking right. mission over. House with. has a couple of bombs in each hand as you guys cross the bridge, followed by Saul, and you guys walk up to the cabin door. And what? I'm not not quite sure why House is so heavily armed, but... <laughs> he has six arms. Get, so. get it? Get it? Multiple arms. Yes. I use two of them for walking currently. That's... You're standing in front of the cabin door. For us, once again, uh, tripping balls on Spicy Knox says, I have never been able to see past this moment. I shove him aside and I fucking knock on the door. <laughs> Get out of the way, kid. <laughs> he moves out of the way as you push him and you knock. And can, can we get in here knock, today? The door is wrenched open. And we'll see you next year for Solstice Season on Torchlit Tavern to find out what happens next in the Solstice Chronicles. Mein Gott. Merry Solstice. Wow, Gott. they're going to hate us for this one. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was great. Oh, the weather Outside is frightful. No, we I hate this. Who's this and the war is so We did that song last year. Shit. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a second. In the what meantime, you're running into is Mitch doesn't know like any Christmas. In the meantime, songs. don't forget the Torchlit Tavern toy drive, and we love you. Have a merry Solstice. Oh yeah, Torchlit Tavern toy drive. Remember the rules: get a toy, drive it to someone, yep. drive it to someone. Take it easy, guys. tavern goer it is i ryan i'm here to tell you that in case you haven't noticed we just finished a monstrous campaign 
our first campaign, which means there's gonna be a second, which we are working on currently. But until we can bring you Torchlit Tavern Season 2, Campaign 2, we've got your favorite holiday apps coming at you nice and hot. If these holiday hijinks aren't enough to tide you over until the next campaign, mosey your way on over to twitch.tv slash torchlittavern where you'll find Jeff leading a bunch of friends through a little thing that he likes to call Wacko Mundo, and maybe even a few behind-the-scenes things about Campaign 2. You can find that on Wednesdays, like I said, on Twitch. What Wednesday? I don't know off the top of my head, but you know where you can find that information on our socials. That is at Torchlit Tavern on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on all those wonderful things. Even Patreon, if you really like us and want to give us a little money to keep doing what we're doing. And you know where else you can even find us? TorchlitTavern.com questions, comments, concerns, send them there or to any of the places that I just mentioned. Well, that's all I got for you uh, today, but until next time, gang, smell you later. Our theme song was written and originally performed by Mason Santos. All music and sound effects for this episode were brought to you by Epidemic Sound. Check out our referral link to their website in the episode description. Additional sounds in this episode are brought to us by freesound.org. This episode was edited by Ryan Santos and Jameson Oxford. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget... Heroes is boring. Walter, Ohio, is a mighty, mighty foe With his muscle bod and his chill suit on And two knives made out of bone Walter, Ohio, was a bodyguard, they say He's been on the run since the breaded ones Ran the tinsel house away Oh, there must have been some treason Perhaps he hadn't been around But when Santa went missing The clauses went to ground Oh, Walter, Ohio Has something for you or me Patrick and Jason mingled Hotter than a crinkle He's such a sight to see Walter, Ohio, is a happy, sturdy man With his shiny paint and a steady gait All that talent in his hands Walter, Ohio, a bro in every way While protecting Jack, he just might save you on the way There must have been a reason, some reason that he's here Maybe it might be the dungeon master Needed the plot to move a little faster Walter, Ohio, yes he braved 
the dunes and storms And also worms So we said we'll run and we'll have some fun Now before we beat that worm Walter, Ohio Disappeared from this tale But he waved goodbye saying Don't you cry, I'll be back again someday